When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. future we're talking real money you you should not be jogging before a show in this air stop it i'm inside i'm inside doesn't matter what do you think it's not coming in under the door and for for you for you and for the listeners this may be good news i take more of it in i last not as long it's good he's filtering it out for all of you exactly and away you go you know i i I, i'm kind of glad i'm on the east coast for you poor souls on the west coast although although there's uh T.S. Sally out there in the gulf near me but she's ready to churn her way in yeah all she has is rain on me looks like we're on the surface of mars on me Right now, just a very weird, weird-looking day outside. But I, we're here because we're trying to help you, and as we always are, what else would we do? And we have to keep Tom away from the fires. <laughs> exactly. Pyromania. 855-935-TALK. I have this feeling, I have a sneaking notion today. Yes? Uh-huh. That this is going to be a big Q&A day. I How just come? have that feeling. I, I don't know, because... During the week, we got like record numbers of questions called in uh, on 855-935-TALK for the podcast. Tons of questions written in at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. And I don't know, like five or six people who use the little microphone button at TalkingRealMoney.com to send in their recorded questions. So I had to devote all of yesterday's podcast to just answering all these great questions. And we have so many that we're going to carry a bunch of those over to this show in addition to taking live calls. So I don't even think we need a topic. And and I'll add one more. Next Wednesday, we're doing a live webinar. We always get a lot of people out for those. We're only going to talk for like 15 minutes. Then we're no, gonna open 30 up to questions, 30 minutes. And then we're going to open up to questions. Mm-hmm. People love that. You can uh, sign up there for ta- at talkingrealmoney.com. 8 a.m. Wednesday. Absolutely free. Ask your questions there. Piece of cake. Or do it on the show at 855-935-TALK as get this. I'm not even going to give what? you any time to talk about other stuff. Oh, we're going to go. On. We're going to just go phone calling right now because Peter called before the show. Hi, Peter. Welcome Ooh. to Talking Real Money. Hope we don't owe you money or something. How Hi, are you? Hi, Doc. <laughs> okay. Hey. Uh, I know you guys use dimensional funds, and uh, my my big toss up or comparison is if I went with a sixty forty dimensional funds the way you guys would suggest versus. Uh, let's say, uh, uh, let's say a Vanguard, uh, uh, an S and P for sixty percent, and whatever would be an appropriate bond sixty forty. How would those two compare? Of course, yours you have you have to take away the zero point, uh, whatever it is, the, the the fee that you guys charge nine tenths of one percent. How how would you? Yeah, right. We can so tell you that exactly. So let me go back. Would compare. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll tell you. We're going to give you the numbers for 50 years in just sure. a moment. And by the way, just for those people who don't know, DFA that you, Peter refers to as dimensional funds. This is an institutional share class mutual fund family that is a little different than indexing because they're not tied to the index because they sort of lean the portfolios to smaller companies, value companies, things that have been more productive in the past. Not all the time, by the way. The last 10 years, Peter, you would have been better off being in a 60-40 in the S&P 500 and in a decent bond fund or two. last 50 years. From uh, 1970, you would have made, and, and I pulled the numbers on, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right working on it right 60, now. 60, I believe would have made you uh, over 10% a year. Not every year, not every day. And the returns, <laughs> going to closures here, but the returns of those the indexes we can move to those funds have done in that yeah. period of time. Tom, and Tom is being Comcasted right now by the. Uh, the lovely uh, internet connection that he has there. Uh, 50 years on a 60-40 DFA portfolio would have been about 9.82% per year over 50, uh, over 40. And you'll notice these numbers are going to change because we have more of the recent history. in Over 40 years, 9.5, over... Where's 30 years? Over 30 years, seven. Over 20 years, six. Over 10 years, five. And that does not compare well with the S&P 500 over the last uh, 10 years. But what's really interesting is when you look at the S&P, you throw the S&P 500 in for the 2000s, and the uh, globally diversified, overweighting value portfolio outperforms because, you know, there are times when the S&P is just awful. Tom and Don are talking real money. At Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. You can call that during the show or 24-7 and leave your question. Making a comparison between a broadly diversified global portfolio and the S&P 500 is, it's an apples and oranges. I mean, they're fruit, but it's still apples and oranges kind of comparison uh, because it, the, the two are so, so, so different. And I just want to give you a couple of numbers that might help put it in perspective, but you really shouldn't use these for comparison purposes. For example, the one, the S&P 500 alone is far more aggressive than uh, than a 60-40 portfolio, even globally diversified. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, but the thing is, is back really, really choked you up. Yeah. Back in the 2000s, the S&P 500 returned a negative one percent per year for 10 years. That's this. You're talking the aughts here. The aughts. The aughts. Yeah. While. OK. A. Um, a globally diversified 60-40 portfolio, 60% in stocks, 40% which is in more bonds, conservative, yes. returned, returned about 6.3%. 
So you did a lot better by being diversified in that period of time. In that period of time. However, recently, the S&P 500 has been on such a tear over the past decade. Huge, huge gains that the S&P 500 handily beat a 60-40 global portfolio. Um, Whereas uh, more fair comparison is probably the Vanguard Balanced Index, which is S&P 500 and bonds. And over the, but even it did over the past 10 years, that index has returned almost 10% with a standard deviation. And this is the important, one of the more important parts that we don't, people don't take into account a standard deviation of 11. How much things are moving up and down? That's volatility. From the middle. That's perceived risk. Uh, whereas the, uh, the 60 40 globally diversified returned 5.4% over that period, less. But it did it with less volatility, and it's because you were in invested in a segment of the economy, the global economy that did not do as well. And before we Makes go back sense. to the phones, another a total another thing to consider around all of this: if I were investing today, would you be buying something that's gone up dramatically the last ten years, or something that hasn't gone up as much? The, even this year, the S and P five hundred has made four point seven percent global portfolio down about twelve. Mm-hmm. So you really would be wanting to buy the things that are out of favor generally, right, and not buying the things that have had a huge run. Doesn't mean that there's going to be any change in leadership, if you will, for the next 10 years, but that's how I would build my portfolio. Right, but we don't believe in trying to pick the right one. Nope, nope, nope. You nope. just always are in that total diversification, Correct. which yeah, means I'm you don't do as well in yeah. times when that are yeah. great for the S&P 500 and bad for international but what you end up getting over time is a nice average relatively more stable or at least it has been relatively more stable portfolio right i put it all in tesla i'm up 300% easy deasy yeah but you had a bad week last week <laughs> a real bad couple of bad weeks oh man <laughs> how did they not make the S&P 500 that was a snub. Somebody that was looking for Elon there. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Call anytime. We want to help you deal with money better. And um, Andy, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Andy. Hi there. So I have kind of a, I don't know, maybe a strange question, maybe not. Uh, I'm 54 years old, almost 55, and I've been a pharmacist for about 30 years. But I'm looking ahead at maybe a career change in the next few years. And I really, I'm really intrigued when I hear you guys talking about, you know, be, if you have a heart to help people and you have some understanding of finances and that sort of thing. I don't have a finance degree. I do have a, you know, a pharmacy degree. But um, am I too Drugs late? and money, they kind of go together. If you bring the pills with you, you've got a deal right there. It's not a problem, man. Oh, I'm good with that. Lots of, lot of, lots of financing options there, yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. So if I'm, I'm looking at maybe at eight. By the time I'm 60, to maybe transition out of pharmacy uh, and over into something different. But I really like the idea of being able to maybe, uh, you know, what, I really like what you guys do and trying to educate people and just help them make good decisions and to do something like that. Um, but I wasn't sure really what the steps were to do that. And, you know, is it, would it be better? Is it kind of late in the game to be doing that? Or what your thoughts are? Hey, it's never too late to try something new, in my opinion. I've tried more new things in my life than I can count. Some have worked. <laughs> some, some haven't. Exactly. Here's, here's what I would do in the, in, in right now, I would go online and take the coursework. Just take the coursework 
for the CFP. You can do that. How about the Series 65? Well, but that, he's be sponsored for that. He, has he, to could, a, he could still take the coursework. He doesn't have to pass He could, test. but I suggest that if at age 60 you really want to be serious about it and you yeah. want to be incredibly good at it and you're 54 and you've got that time, find out if you really adore it by taking by beginning to take it's like two years of online ed right yeah and let me just this just so you understand andy the cfp certified financial planner course that truly is the deep dive i mean that is all the way in you're going to look at planning taxes estate that's everything the series 65 on the other hand is much easier you need to understand a little bit about the economy you got to learn the rules of the business a little bit a little bit on investing it's a whole but i just often tell people if you want to understand if you want to at least think about it that's a way to put your toe in if you want to dive all the way in or already decided yeah cfp is there the way to go. are great online courses for series 65 coursework um you could take those and then you'd be prepared and then you could go to an advisory firm but here's what you're probably going to need to do, because there are a lot of advisors out there, a lot, um, most of them bad, <laughs> most of them just awful. But some of them occasionally get religion and they decide to go into this fee only business. But the fee only business, not just about the money either. Yeah, yeah the fee only business mm -hmm. is is actually um, can afford to be a little bit more picky. So what you might want to do is consider being an an elder intern too. I think that's a good idea, actually. Where you go yeah. to you go to some fee only firms and you offer to do whatever for a period of time to get into the industry, to get a feel for the industry, to to get known by people. Because bear in mind, it's not just, and it never will be just managing money. There's also, like any other business, a sales component to it. But yeah, you do think, that in the pharmacy what, business, right? But I think what he said at the beginning, right, yeah. too, is correct. It is really about a, a heart for helping people Yeah. at the end of the but day. But only 1%, I believe, actually I know. truly yeah. have that. And by the way, after about two weeks of study, you can have probably Don's or my job. I mean, literally, it wouldn't take that long. <laughs> yeah, because we're older than you. <laughs> exactly. We're, so, we're done soon. Sign us up. Yeah. Get it out of here. All right. Does that help well, at all? Appreciate your job, guys. All right. Yeah, well, so. good luck to you. All right. Thanks so much. Right, oh, and by the way, of course, the best training in the world is, of course, just continuing to listen to this show. Whoa. Oh, I do that every There's day. A... I've been trying to catch see. up on all the podcasts. Oh, he's going to be another every podcast listener. I, I can so feel what is it. it now? What are we? I, I keep what the getting number was. No, I forget. I, I don't know, but I, I keep getting remember. notes from people going, I've listened to all of your podcasts. I listen to everyone. I listen to everyone. Really? I I mean, I have, I live, and I live with two people here that I haven't listened to one yet. So. What is it with family? <laughs> my family, my kids go, yeah, Dad, if I listen to you, uh, I just fall asleep. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. I talked to the producer, by the way. What? Who's the Andy producer? By next, I'm gonna, the producer. Andy in here by next week. You next did weekend. not talk to me. <laughs> okay. I'm that the producer. Funny. All right. Yeah. Keep your job. Yeah, okay. fine. Thanks.
All right. Uh, now it's time for Don's dramatic reading of well, your questions. we got to get the phone number first. Okay. How about a phone number? 855. Well, you interrupted. You threw me off. I know. I tried to. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. Now, time for Don's dramatic reading of your Night questions. before Christmas? No, oh, your questions. Okay. These are sent in via TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form. You can type them up. You yeah. can also record them. If it's you're shy and you cool. don't want to record them, you don't want to be on the show, you can type them anyway. And then or you, you can if, chat. If you type them, you get Don's dramatic reading of your question. Okay. I want to hear it. The subject, Fidelity Zero Index Funds. Zero is Is that like the drink? Yeah, no. My work 401k is with Fidelity. I am in the process of transferring the money to Fidelity's brokerage link, which allows for more choices for my investments. I would like to get your opinion on Fidelity's zero, all capitalized, index funds, which have zero percent in fees, specifically the Fidelity Zero Large Cap Index Fund, Finlix, F-N-I-L-X, Finlix. Finlick, look Finlick. it up yourself. You don't believe us? Sure. Versus FF <laughs> Fidelity 500 Index Fund FXAIX and Fidelity Zero International Index Fund FZILX versus Fidelity International Index Fund FSPSX. Thank you for your All time. Right. I am. Wait, yeah. I'm not done yet. Oh, pardon me. I'm a longtime listener to the podcast as well as Sound Investing with Paul Merriman Whoa. and recommend it to all my friends and family. Keep up the great work. Your show makes a huge difference in people's lives. That's a lot of information there in one question. But uh -huh. at the end of the day, you may remember, it's been a couple of years now, Fidelity introduced a new brand of index mutual funds where they charge nothing. There's no expense ratio. People forget that when you put the money into a mutual fund, there's a cost to that. You don't see it because it's money that just comes out of your account. I think they do it daily now. But anyway, they're charging you. You don't mm -hmm. see it. But in this case, zero. Seems like a pretty good deal. Yeah. Except I, I, I haven't looked up all of them, but I did look up the Fidelity Zero International Index, the Physilix. And it's curious. It's supposed yeah. to be a total market index. Yet, its average annual return for one year, because it doesn't have more than that, is 4.28%. That's its one-year return. Mm -hmm. Now, curiously... That's through the end of 19? No, that's for one calendar year. Ah, okay. Got it. One calendar year. The one calendar year for uh, FSPSX, and I'm trying to understand where these differences come from, is, um, let me double check and make sure I'm right. Yeah, this makes no sense. It is is 2.5%. I don't understand why they're so different when they're supposed to be indexes. The Fidelity Zero Index is an emulator, and that may account for the difference. It doesn't hold all the stocks in the index. For example, the Fidelity International Index holds 6,700 stocks, while the Fidelity Zero International Index holds... Uh, 2,000, 2,100. 
Yeah, something like that. Uh, okay, so that's a very important difference, right? In other words, one holds a on, lot more securities here, make sure I'm right. than the other. Like, one has only one-third of the securities of the other. So that's a bit problematic in Well, some it just ways. confuses me a little bit. Um, I got to tell you, even though it underperformed, if you're going to be at Fidelity, I would still probably have, because the difference in fees is so, so small, I think you're going to better... You're going to be better duplicate the index by having the FSPSX and all of the others that aren't the zeros because they're cheap anyway. Tom and Don are talking real money. Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an iDevice like an iPhone or an iPad or a Mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that I made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f-y-s-i-c-s in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hello, I'm Don. That's Tom. I don't think we introduced ourselves at the beginning of the show. I don't show. think we did either. I don't think you didn't we did. Let me. You didn't ask. Oh, okay. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. What do we talk about on a show called Talking Real Money? Well, I'm only going to give you a single guess. Because it's kind that's of That's all you title. deserve. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about real money in your real life, and we hope you... Uh, will join us every week for the show. Listen to the podcast at TalkingRealMoney.com or on your favorite podcast service. Call when you have a question. Uh, call. Actually, the best course of action is call before you do something. You can you can reject our advice, but at least the, the odds are good in this world that we are going to keep you from getting ripped off if you call before you do something. Don't let anybody pressure you into signing a document to invest your money until you've checked it out, until you've vetted it very carefully. And you can do that Good by call. giving us a call. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, as David did. David, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, David. How you doing? Hello. Good. Good. What's well, up? Uh, there's, there's two subjects I got into. One was brought to my attention. I have a will. The will is is that everything goes from me. If I die, it goes to my wife. And if my wife comes to me, and if we both die, it goes to my daughter down the line. Now, we were told... Yeah, you see, now, now that, you found out that if there's a will, there is a way. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm supposed to do the funny stuff here, but okay. <laughs> Very good. He laughs at his own jokes. you got to like that. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, she's laughing. Yeah, my wife good. Laughing. That's... So, see? Uh, huh? what, we, what we got was 
we were suggest someone said, well, we should have is a trust, not a will. Does that make sense? Yes, maybe. But de- no, it makes sense. Makes they sense. said that yeah. it might make sense in your estate or not. I that I do not know. It depends. A How- lot of depends on the complexity of the estate and the amount of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The probate costs. Yeah, I mean, remember today, if you do nothing at the federal level, you're basically not. Well, okay, pardon me. If your estate is worth more than eleven million dollars, then you should have probably have a trust because you may face federal estate taxes if it's greater than eleven million. Oh, yeah, you definitely need a lawyer over eleven million. Yeah, yeah. In the great state of Washington, that amount only goes is down to two million. So if your estate, including real estate, is worth more than two, it might make sense to have a trust again. That's still even that would be great. We're not a lawyer. We're not lawyers. So please don't call off your lawyer and tell me we're wrong. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, David. Um, you went to an attorney, I assume, to draw this will up. Correct? Yes. Yes. Did that attorney look at your situation and determine that this was the best course of action for you? Because in some cases it is. It's less well, expensive. We, initially. It was our first will. It's actually a number of years ago. And that was the concept even crossed our mind, and they didn't and they didn't mention it. Okay, then you might at this point, since it's an older will, one, your assets have probably changed some. You really should, as you get closer to the end, review it every several years. The rule of thumb is about five. Okay. So you okay. might want to go find a good elder law attorney. And just ask them for a, an hour meeting to review your situation and see what they think the best course of action is and why. I can give you a quick you another clue question. On one thing, oh. I'm about well. I can tell you on yes. this, what I in my what I have all together is less than two million. Everything, property, everything. But uh, so you I know. don't know if that's a big deal or not a big deal. But and I'm what's the beneficiary question. situation? Here's, here's here's another thing that that can complicate it. To whom is the money going to go? Let's say you died right now. You just dropped dead. You're going to give it to that woman who laughed behind you? Yes. Okay. And it's all going to go That's to her? That's Yeah. Well, she's right there. You better say yes. Yeah. Um, I, what else are you going to say? If, yeah, both she's of behind you, him. if both of you went down, to whom would it go? My daughter. And that's it? There's nobody else? Well, that's my daughter. Then the next after her is my grandson he, as a as a. As, uh, it goes this is easy, breezy, breezy, yeah, easy. Yeah, you don't have another family, I got to tell you, cetera, this just doesn't I sound, I, yeah. I'm again, we disclaimer, we're not attorneys, but I've gone through the process. I've talked to a lot of attorneys over the years, used to have them on as guests <laughs> all the time. I got to tell you, no. you have something so simple that you probably, your will is probably still good the way it's drawn up. I would still have it reviewed if it's been longer than five years. But but I think you are you don't need to be too terribly concerned David. and good job and uh thank your wife for laughing at my terrible joke i i like her a lot I like her better than my co-host now just wanted to let her know that's not a high standard yeah, either. it really isn't 855-935-TALK is our phone number why do you think we're an entire country apart we're really literally an entire country apart tom and don are talking real money at Vestry, we want to help everyone reach the best financial future. That's why we offer free meetings with our advisors with no obligation and no sales pitch. Set up yours today at Vestry.com or call 800-386-3004. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We're just going to record the segments during the break and turn them into another <laughs> podcast. 
<laughs> we were, Thank you, Stacy, we for we recommending were, we were, that. We were, we, were, we, were, we were talking about cooking. We were sharing. We were swapping home recipes during the... <laughs> That's how sad it's gotten, I know, but, frankly. But, that but, is but, where wait, we are. Wait, wait, Who is the chief cook at your house? Most Me. of the time, yeah. Who's the yeah. chief cook at my yeah. house? You. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're pathetic. I, I'm not picking we're on my pathetic. wife. She's <laughs> we're pathetic. not what she likes doing. I know. And but, by the way, the best we are cook good in the house... Cooks. Ooh. Man, I think my daughter is now better than me. She's oh yeah, well Aria is yeah, really she spends she's, time on it. She's like the queen of experimentation now. Yeah, so yeah, she, she figured out how to things. make Chick Fil A chicken. I know that was pretty. The key to that, by the way, is you know, is the pickle juice. Pickle juice. So yeah, yeah pickle. Which what? Anyway, yes, it's eight five five nine three five talk. Would you call a talk show <laughs> that talked talk about continues. food during the break? No, of course not. But Pam did. Hey, Pam, yeah. welcome to Talking Real Money. Um, so I Pam. am 66. I'm self-employed. And I have a health savings account that I've been throwing money in as much as I can because that was a tax-deductible contribution. And mm -hmm. I've been paying on a long-term care policy since I was 50. And this is one of those odd policies that you pay for for 20 years and then you don't have to pay anymore and it keeps covering you. I don't think they offer them anymore. They but don't? I, no, no way. <laughs> they don't? They almost went no, bankrupt was, with those. Yes. No, they didn't. Well, I hope to help them go bankrupt. Actually, I hope never to need the policy. I hope I've paid sure. for it. Yeah. 20 years and that I never am in the situation I need it. But I come from a very long-lived background, my grandmother living till 97 and my mother to 88 and dying of complications of smoking. So I have to figure I'm going to be around for a while. My question mm -hmm. is, while I've been self-employed, I've been putting money in a health savings account, and I now have lots of money in it, and I just got the brilliant idea. Maybe I can pay for the premiums on the long-term care policy with um, the health savings account. Is oh. that possible? Oh, what a great question. And I've never actually had the question, but I know the answer. And the answer Ooh. is, you said you were 64, is that correct? 66. 66. 66. Perfect. Because if you're if you're between 61 and 70, you can use $4,220 of your HSA every year. That this was the 2019 number, but I think it's still accurate. It's pretty close to that. Um and use that to pay premiums. Okay. 4200 so, bucks a year. So you get you get a tax break on your premiums. Kind of love it. Yeah. Would I still get the tax break if I'm paying for them out of a uh, tax-advantaged yep. account that I'd already got? Oh, wow, I can deduct it twice. They'll figure that out and get rid of it pretty soon. But, yeah, if I Okay, could, well, I you, wait, you can deduct your contribution to the HSA, and then you can use the HSA money tax-free to pay the premium. Yes. Okay. But you can't deduct the premium from your income tax after that because not the four thousand two, not the four thousand two hundred and twenty dollars. But you see, you you've the the uh, the thresholds on healthcare deductions are increasing all the time. So it's probably a better deal to pay the premium tax free than get the deduction. Okay, that sounds. And by the way, me. once you hit seventy one, when does your policy pay up? By the way, um, I bought it just before I turned 50. So it actually pays off right before I turned 70. 
So, oh, perfect. Uh, perfect. Being, yeah. Perfect. Well, perfect. I had a good what a advisor. I had a good insurance planner who has since retired. Um, but I was thrilled. She said, let's get you in this account right now because they're getting rid of it in another three months. It won't be now, just one, one quick question. Ask your insurance, whoever your current insurance agent is, just make sure it's a tax qualified. It sounds like it is. Just make sure it's a tax qualified plan. That's the key words. Ask them if it's tax qualified. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And I appreciate your help on this. Yeah. I, I got lucky welcome. with my HSA too, because I did find a place that will invest it in a, um, basically it's in the stock market rather than sitting there doing nothing. And since I was not needing to Perfect. take any money out of it, um, mm. it's gone up a lot faster than it would have with the interest rates we've had recently. Good for you. Yeah. That's Nicely smart. Done. Most people ignore that. Thanks for the call, Pam. So well we appreciate done. it. Yeah. 855-935-TALK. Call us. 855-935-8255. Kim, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Well, thanks. Um, I'm here in Seattle, Washington, and my understanding is is that there's something called a CIR, which is a Committed Intimate Relationship. So one of your previous callers mentioned that when he dies, it goes to his wife, etc. What I've been concerned about is that... So I die, goes to my husband, but then he hooks up with someone else. And so <laughs> then, it, okay, it happens. I'm, I, just I know, I hadn't thought of that. I'm laughing because I went, wow, you're thinking of stuff. Okay, and he's here okay. laughing, saying because he's good looking, so of course it's going to happen, whatever. So <laughs> then, then my kids are probably going to lose their inheritance because he doesn't do paperwork. And so okay. All right, then. Just no, stop. Hold on. Hold on. Then in this gentleman's case, or in whoever, then what he should do in his will, if he believes that is a possibility, or she believes that's a possibility with his will, what, then name multiple beneficiaries in the will to split, so that the assets are split among them. And if that is truly a concern, then a trust probably does make more sense in that case. Yes. Okay, so that's what I I put. I said I want my stuff to go into a trust, and then mm-hmm. supposedly yeah. the kids are supposed to take care of him, hopefully. And he, but then if he does something crazy like get remarried or something, that money would still be safe for the kids. Yep that that will take yep. care of it. That will take care of it. I, okay. I, I mean, I've, I've had family members do that, and it's very effective. It makes sure everybody gets their, the share that the, the parents intended them to get. Control okay. beyond the grave. Yeah, that's what a trust does. <laughs> I know. Okay. All okay. right. Thanks. Thanks Love your program. Thank you, ma'am. Take care. Yeah, committed intimate relationships in yeah. Washington are Washington's version of common law marriage. In Correct. some states, same it's thing. called right. it's the same thing. In some places, yeah. it's called a common law marriage. It just means. And how long does it? How long do you have to be in yeah, in that uh, here? It, I forget how many years. It's it's two. It's nebulous, if I remember correctly. It's like two to three. Really, it's intent. Okay. It's intent. Is it a committed, long term, continuous? Did you buy property together? That kind of stuff. Relationship. Uh, but yeah, I think it's two or three years somewhere in there. That's what it is most places. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, if you think you're going to have those kinds of problems, then talk to your uh, elder law attorney, your state planning attorney, and go through I'm not through even going to get into it. It's, no, and, you know, it's, well, you've got to, you've got to trust those set up to, for the kids. I do. And all it's of that. It's complicated. And, yeah, yeah, it is. Sure. Whereas, so, you know. It's not that I don't trust people. It's just I generally know that when this happens, the new person in your life ignores the old people. It just happens. It's not, it doesn't, it, it. Doesn't make them bad or good or whatever. Just no, it just makes them own. humans and humans. Yeah, right. That's the way it works out. Right. Money so. turns us sometimes uh, into evil, uh, evil it creatures. Really does. Yeah. Money it's, and power. Seen that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and you see it all the time in the world. Just look around. Indeed. Open a newspaper. Oh no! Around. All I can see today is smoke and red. No so, kidding. Right. The whole West Coast. I'm Breathe telling deep. you. I, you go. It's which it's raining every day here. We couldn't have a fire if we wanted to. I really, you go outside, try to burn something. It just goes. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And you know, managing your money and investing properly aren't that hard when you understand the science behind it, which is why we're teaching a class called The New Science of Retirement Investing coming Wednesday, the 16th, early in the morning, 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, and you can sign up for it for free, free right now at TalkingRealMoney.com, TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.